So I talk a lot about self-improvement, making goals for yourself, developing your personality and character, and that's what you all hear about most of the time. What I noticed was that a lot of people have common questions as to what goals should I set for myself, meaning like I want to self-improve, what can I start with? And I found these questions in so many places. I found them in YouTube. I found them off of Google searches. Um, you know, I went into like Reddit and Quora and like I saw so many people asking the same questions. So in this episode, I really want to go over five of the most common self-improvement goals that you can personally work on and I'm going to give you tips on how you can achieve them. So number one, the first tip that you can, the first goal that you can work on and self-improve yourself with is to lead a healthy lifestyle. Leading a healthy lifestyle, obviously, um, with everything I've been telling you until now, you probably already know that I'm going to say that leading a healthy lifestyle is not just with the food you eat, it's not just with the things you put into your body, it's also the way you act, the way you care for yourself, it's everything. It's the whole shebang, it's the whole package together. That's the healthy lifestyle in general. But what I'm talking about, you can, about self-improvement right now, is self-improving in your diet. Having a balanced diet, having a healthy, nutritional lifestyle. And it is important. Um, It's not just about physicality. It's not just about what people think. It's not just about what's trending. It's about becoming more fit and healthy. And in particular, a lot of people, what I realized was a lot of people are looking to improve on their weight, on losing weight. Um, But again, it's not about what's trending. It's not about what people think. It's about for yourself. Um, If you've read my ebook, Mind Yourself, Um, It's in our link in our bio. It's completely free. You should go check it out. I have dedicated a section that explains mind, body, and soul. I like to call it the personal trifecta. If you haven't read my ebook yet, it's all in there. You should go and read it. Everything's going to be explained in there. But in short, what the personal trifecta is, I'm trying to bring out the concept that our minds, our bodies, and our soul must be balanced. It's a triangle. They form a triangle. And in order for it to be complete and balanced, Everything must fall into place because if one part of us is affected in a negative way, the other two will follow and vice versa. If one part is affected in a positive way, the rest will follow. So when we take care of our bodies and the nutrients and the things we put in our body are healthy and energizing and it helps bring focus and nutrients and proteins and everything we need to function, that affects the rest of us, which is our soul and our mind. Because the way our bodies work is when our bodies are happy, our minds are happy. When you're not eating healthy, when you're being lazy, when you're not taking care of your body, your mind is not happy. You're going to start feeling less motivated, less happy, more depressed, more lonely. All these things that come along with neglecting your body. Our bodies are the hosts to both our mind and our souls. It's the home. And if our home is low maintenance, our minds and souls will be low maintenance. So that's number one. That's a very important goal. If you guys want to self-improve and you don't know when to, where to start, that is a very smart way, smart place to start. And that really can lead you to many open doors to many other things in your life. Number two, find your purpose in life. So many times we find people and we encounter people that just don't know what they're doing in life. They can be 30, 40, 50, 60, and they still haven't found their purpose in life. And it's sad. It's sad because it's true. 
people don't have a purpose. And what are you here for if you don't have a purpose? You have a sad life. You have a depressed life. You don't have people who you don't have that that purpose. And, you know, I don't think I need to go into explaining how important having a purpose in life is. I feel like we all understand and it's self-explanatory that living a purposeful life and a fulfilling life is so much more better than living an empty life that you have no purpose for. So finding your purpose in life is important. Find your passions. Find what sparks, what ignites your soul, what makes you happy. All those things can help you work towards finding your purpose in life. And if you want to self-improve and find a goal to work on, finding that purpose in life is a great, great, great way to start. Everything I want to say right now is a great way to start. Um, But finding your purpose in life is also very important because we cannot physically, emotionally, spiritually, anything, do anything without knowing our purpose in life. We can't put ourselves goals if we don't have our purpose in life. What is life without goals? So, so everything comes down to finding what you're passionate about, finding what makes you happy and utilizing that to making your life the most fulfilling it can possibly be. Number three is acquiring more skills for success. Um, this is what I've been doing until now. This is what I know people I try to associate myself with are doing this. And this is education, studying and educating. I mentioned in my last, uh, in my previous episode, um, I think it was uh, things to, uh, I forgot what the title was, something in the 20s. Um, the things to keep in mind in your 20s was also education. Because when we're in our 20s, we have time, we have the time, we have the patience, and we have the luxury to really sit down and self-educate and learning more skills. Knowledge is power, you guys. The more you know, the more power you have. The more success you have. The more skills you can acquire at a younger age. Those are the tools you're going to be taking with you for the rest of your life. So it really depends how many tools you want in your toolbox. Do you want five for the five skills you've acquired since you were 20 or do you want hundreds of tools because you sat and you educated yourself and now when you encounter a problem or a roadblock somewhere along your life you can just rummage through that toolbox and find that one thing you educated yourself with you studied with that skill you honed into when you were 20 and you can use it for your for your benefit and that is that is what is so amazing about self-improvement is that it's literally tools for the rest of your life this is what's going to start your life and that's why i'm starting this now when i'm 20 i don't care people tell me i'm too young to be um uh preaching um self-growth and all that when i myself have yet to experience life and that is true but within every stage of life and it doesn't matter what stage you're in you can be a stage in middle school high school um college teenager married not married kids no kids all these things are stages in life and within each stage we change and so therefore, and each change needs new tools. Therefore, we constantly need to educate ourselves and accumulate these skills. Number four, improving your personal relationship. Now, I'm going to say this in general. Improving relationships in general is a great word, uh, place to start, especially if you're looking to self-improve on something. You can improve on relationships with your parents, with your siblings, um, with a friend, with a spouse you can improve so many relationships we have a bunch of relationships that we can refer to but what i'm talking about right now specifically is your personal relationship with yourself 
a lot of times, and I've met, I've seen this with my own eyes, I've seen people who are not happy with themselves, who can't forgive themselves, who can't let go of the past, who feel guilty for something they've never did. Um, but, you know, people just blame them. So for something they've never done, they feel guilty for the rest of their lives. And their personal relationship with themselves is based on hate and guilt and fear. And, and all these things are just negative things that keep building and building and building until this person can become either depressed, anxious um mental health issues all these problems that can arise and i feel like it's an understand it's a very very um underrated topic because a lot of people take for granted the relationship we have with ourselves you know it's a known fact that yes with our social with society you have to have great relationships whether it's with your boss your coworker, your employee your parents you're this you know socially that's all nice and dandy but the work has to start from within and that's what's really neglected and not mentioned often and that is that improving our personal relationships and that's that is self-improvement at its finest you want to start with self-improvement start with yourself start from the inside that's where it all starts that's what i've been preaching so for so long i don't really like to use the word preaching because it sounds more like priesty but that's what i've been saying for so long start from the inside that's where it all starts from that's where you want to start number five and the last one i'm going to end here is developing this kind of goes into two parts so developing a deeper level of commitment and driving yourself to more challenges so number one let's break this up a bit developing a deeper level of commitment commitment is important for life commitment can be in relationships with yourself with parents with with spouses whatever relationship you have commitment can be in something in a goal something you took upon yourself um commitment is needs patience needs time and in order for us to really self-improve we need to commit to it if we if we say okay i'm going to become a better person now i'm going to have self-improvement goals i'm going to make it all i'm going to make a list i'm going to work on it two days later it's getting too hard for you you're forgetting um and you just drop commitment what's going to happen next nothing like you just stop right there there's no commitment you can't move forward we must have commitment and if you want to work on self-improvement commitment would be your your first step to achieving that self-improvement to get to that second step to be able to say i achieved this goal because you can't achieve anything if you can't commit to anything um, and the second part of number five would be driving to challenge ourselves. I know we, I talk a lot about the fear of taking risks and challenging ourselves. What have we got to lose? Honestly, we live once. What are we afraid of? Rejection? Failure? What are we afraid of? All of these things are going to happen regardless. It's life. This is what life is. There are some rude people in the world. There are some times in life when we're going to be rejected. And there are plenty of times when we're going to fail. Because without failing, we can't succeed. So if we can if we can let go of this fear of failing and learn to take risks and learn to show vulnerability when we can and be able to challenge ourselves, that is self-improvement that's self-improvement because our life is changing every stage like i said every stage in our life is a new change is a new phase is a new page in our book of life and within each stage we have to challenge ourselves 
with new challenges. If we're gonna still, if we're gonna stay stuck in place one for the rest of our lives, that's not self-improving. That's you staying stuck in one place for the rest of your life. So it really depends how far you wanna get in life. Do you wanna improve and take the next challenge and the next challenge and be able to celebrate accomplishments and make new goals and develop deeper connections and have a healthier lifestyle and build yourself the best life so you can possibly have? Make yourself goals, self-improvement goals, all these things. These are five things that you can work on. And I personally work on them all the time. And the work never ends. The work is for life. It's, it takes a lifetime to master these things. If you think you can start one day and let it last a week before you see results, you're probably not going to see results. It takes years for people to overcome bad habits and to create new ones. So commitment it's important and challenge yourself to new beginnings. It'll open so many doors for you in the future. Thank you for tuning in to our Meraki podcast. I hope you found this episode to be enjoyable and maybe even took for yourself something for your day-to-day life. If you found this episode to be as expected, please drop us a subscribe. If you can think of anyone who can benefit from this episode, please share and spread the love. If you want to see more of our content, you can find us on Instagram, Medium, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and LinkedIn. To find our blog online, look us up, MirakiOfficial.com. To find us on Instagram and on other social media platforms, you can look us up at Miraki Official Team. We hope to see you for our future episodes.